I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. In a rigged system. Today, we're going to discuss the war on farmers. And many of you have heard bits and pieces anyway that uh, we are in a food crisis globally. Uh, this is something that's being engineered, so don't think for a second that this this is just um, the drought that's in the Southwest. Of course, that's a big part as well. Uh, but this is bigger than this. Um, we're not talking just energy where diesel fuel has absolutely skyrocketed and diesel fuel is paramount to farmers. And the stories about the rail system delaying fertilizer And you're even seeing in some countries like the Netherlands, I mean, they're just real kooks over there in Europe, Uh, but they're the test bed for the, you know, Great Reset, where they actually made it illegal to farm. Can you believe a nation that makes makes it illegal to farm? (sighs) Where are we? They say it's for the environment to calm down carbon dioxide and other BS that they spout. I mean, not talking about, you know, the fact that one volcano can burp more pollution into the atmosphere than anything the human does. But you're seeing it. It's there's actually countries in Europe where they are making farming illegal. Now, that just seems unbelievable. But what's really going on? Many are asking what's happening, and it's a war on farmers, if you can believe it's actually happening. But there's actual history to this, and I'm going to get into some of that today. You see, this is directly out of and comes from the United Nations. And I'm always contending the United Nations is the epitome of evil. I wouldn't be a part of them for nothing if I was this country I just wish we had leaders that believe the same thing. I think there's only a handful in Congress now that do. Uh, but the United Nations is running this. Uh, the World Economic Forum is is right next to them doing it. They're behind the global war on the farmers, and many experts are now you know confirming it. So it's nice to see more than just a handful of people saying it. But even though the United Nations... They they speak of, you know, you got to watch all of these politicians and especially the U.N. and these global organizations. They are all evil. And I still don't understand who in the hell gave the appeal that gave the right for the World Economic Forum, United Nations or any other organization to tell us in America what to do. Here's the problem. They're working directly with the corporations And the corporations and government are partnering up to control and enslave the people, which is really unfortunate. So here the United Nations comes out and they speak of actually helping small scale food producers. The independent farms and ranches are really who are in the United Nations crosshairs. See, they're trying to consolidate control over the food supply. And I'm going to get into exactly why. And you're going to find out how evil this is and where it kind of comes from. But they've learned this lesson all through history. It's the control of food, how you control the people. 
See, policymakers are in the pocket of major corporate interests, including ConAgra, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard. BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, they control the world, folks. So you just got to watch what they do. Look at what they're doing. They have ownership of every major company that's part of the New World Order. They're it, unfortunately. BlackRock's the biggest financial company in the entire world. But they would just as soon have all their small competitors be put out of business. You see, being a trillionaire is not good enough for them. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, whose firm manages more money than any other company in the world, wants to impose his values on companies using other people's money. You see, all they do is get free money from the central bank, which is created out of thin air. They get it at extremely low to almost no interest. And then they use that money. Not only are they buying up real estate all over the country, they're buying up farms and they're, they're consolidating the world. All they're doing is printing money or adding leverage digits on a balance sheet in the cosmos of a computer. It's not real. And they're taking it and they're, they're molding the world into this new world order, which is fascinating because they used to say we were conspiracy theorists for saying that, but that's just not true. It's actually real. They're doing it. Fink, now this is the part I don't like. He serves on the board of the Council of Foreign Relations. And I'm telling you right now, that's who's running the world. And that's who runs our country too. You could even see uh, a clip where Sloppy Joe was giving a speech at the Council of Foreign Relations, and he kind of slipped up, which he has a tendency to do. And he said, uh, you know, he was speaking to the president of the Council of Foreign Relations, and he actually called him president of the United States, uh, which was very foretelling because that's kind of what Biden does. Remember how he said that there's no way he would lose the election because they had it all figured out? I mean, they knew they were going to rig it. I mean, he, you just got to watch his slip of tongues and know that they're actually real. That's what happens with people with dementia. But this is bad. The Council of Foreign Relations, he's on that board. These are globalists, one world orders. These are the ones going to take us to the mark of the beast. And they're working closely with the World Economic Forum. Ever since, you know, the early 2000s, really 2014, has the World Economic Forum really started taking root. And that Klaus Schwab, he is the biggest Yahoo Nazi I have ever seen. Unfortunately, you got people on the left that try to call people on the right Nazis. That's just not true. Um, yeah, the the Azov Battalion in Ukraine, now those are real neo-Nazis. But I mean, they, they try to abuse the term. Um, but they're actually, Klaus Schwab's family actually were real Nazis. So it just goes to tell you kind of where this is going. I've always contended they're taking us back to a Fourth Reich which is a global national socialist order. And it will be Nazis that will be behind it. I mean, real Nazis, of course. But these are the real architects uh, to impose their environmental and social governance. And they're using U.S. companies to do it. See, as far as the World Economic Forum is concerned, you can't have a great reset if you don't reset the food supply. See, in the Great Reset we've talked about is digital ID, digital currency, complete enslavement, programmable money, telling you what you can and cannot do. That's great reset. But they need to control the food supply. 
because food is necessary to everybody, food and energy for that matter. You see, Stalin knew this. Stalin recognized that whoever controls the food controls the people. Same with energy. If you recall, Stalin killed over 30 million of his countrymen. Starved them. That's how he was able to maintain control. I mean, you want to talk about evil. But they knew this. Same thing with energy. That's why you're seeing a war on energy. Now, they're saying it's for the environment. That's, that's total garbage. It's not true because, you know, just the whole volcano narrative alone. But it's just, that's not it. It's really about money and power and control. So as prices soar and the farmers, these small independent farmers go bankrupt, major corporations in the, in the league with governments and international organizations are going to pick it up. That's a classic Soros angle. I know Obama did this numerous times where they attacked a certain segment of a business or an industry. They would crush the stocks or the businesses, and then they would come in with pennies on the dollar and buy them up and then run them back up to the top. It's so darn evil, but you know we allow it to happen. So as long as we keep allowing it, what are we going to do? But they're looking for these small farmers to go bankrupt. They're going to come in and they're going to start buying it up. That's why you're hearing about Bill Gates even buying up a lot of farmland. These are evil people. In the meantime, you know, we, we saw just recently in Sri Lanka. Uh, I don't know if many of you saw that, but hungry people pushed, you know, the brink are likely to react. I mean, they went ballistic there. They overthrew the president. They chased him out of the country. They overtook his, his castle or his, his home. I mean, it was just really fantastic to see. That's what the globalists and the power elite can't have is a rise of populism. I believe that's why they really dislike President Trump so much. I think that's why you have, you know, psychopathic, warmongering Dick Cheney saying President Trump is the worst thing that's ever happened to America. You mean, is someone who's killed hundreds of thousands of people with war and destroyed millions of lives, Dick Cheney? Yeah. You mean the, the guy who is actually standing in the way of the One World Order? Yeah, you got to look in the mirror, folks, on this, because those who are making these type of accusations, they are actually the evil ones. And believe me, they're on both sides of the aisle. But think about this. Look at the protest in January 6th at the Capitol. Now, we all know that was FBI plants, informants and Antifa that, you know, um, encouraged people to go into the Capitol. We know they... The, the police opened the doors and escorted people in. I mean, this is a total scam on the American people, this whole thing. But just look at the size of the people. I mean, the amount of people that were there. It was huge. And all because they knew that the election was rigged. They knew it. The evidence is out there. It's not like this is hard to see. Anybody who's against it, you can tell they're for the one world order because the obvious they obviously broke election laws, period. But think about this. They weren't starving on January 6th. But now you have a supply chain that is in crisis. Shelves are going empty. And believe me, when people go hungry, they're not going to sit around. This was the whole concept behind the Arab Spring. Their food costs had gone, I think, upwards to 40% of their income, and that's just unsustainable, and so therefore they just overthrew the Middle East. 
When people go hungry, watch out. But the American Policy Center founder and President Tom DeWeese, uh, a leading expert and, you know, thank God, a critic of the United Nations uh, notion of sustainability. You know, they keep using these words. Warned that the war on farmers was part of a broader agenda to strip people of freedom, a.k.a. member Stalin. Always in the past, when tyrannical forces wanted to rule the world, they just built armies, they invaded, they broke down things, they burned down things, they killed people, they forced them into slavery, they took their weapons if they had any. They took their food. We're now dealing with the most diabolical force that we've ever seen in modern time. They are going to get us through starvation to voluntarily surrender our liberties and help them put us in slave state. We will do that, folks, if we're hungry. That's why I'd be getting 25-year shelf life food because I wouldn't allow them that, but they're taking us down this road. They're going to get us to voluntarily give up our rights. When they crash the system and people lose their retirements, hence why I'd go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com and get gold and silver. But when they crash these currencies and economies on purpose, there's going to be so much wealth that is going to evaporate. Well, it actually transfers from that currency into the gold and silver, but that's another conversation. But when our wealth disappears and we're hungry, we will surrender our liberty. We did it after 9-11. Look how afraid we were and we let them usher in Homeland Security, which is a total nightmare. Not good. They will get us to do it if we do not stand up and say no. There are numerous United Nations uh, official documents that the agenda is to save the climate. Such a crock. I can't stand the climate people. They've been wrong about everything. The glaciers were going to melt. Now they're bigger. The coral in the Bering Straits is going to be ruined. Now it's more than ever. I mean, everything they've ever said has been wrong. We were supposed to die off in 10 years, like 40 years ago. It, they're just liars. They, they, everything they say is completely just, I don't know, I think mental, to be honest. But they try to cite that this is all about climate and to transform the planet and to centralize control over the populace. Aside from the United Nations and the World Economic Forum, though, there are major corporations like the Vanguard and BlackRock working to take over and control our food supply. They're going to control the rails. They're going to control the fertilizer and the seed. They're going to control the food. Why would they do that, you ask, right? There's already a handful of companies in which these investment firms are top shareholders and they dominate the global food and beverage industry. And once they take over farming, they will absolutely control everything. Isn't that known as a monopoly? Isn't that not supposed to be allowed? But of course it will be when it's about the one world order, you see. See, the goal is to have a total control over food production. They seek to own all seeds and even grow synthetic meat 
in facilities already being backed in financially by Bill Gates and other billionaires. Remember, these are the people that want you to eat bugs. And they say it's for the environment. It is so ridiculous. I mean, they're actually taxing in Europe farts and burps of a cow. So ridiculous. Whatever happened to freedom? These genetically engineered crops are high on the agenda, along with synthetic meats. They want GMO, genetically modified organisms, cancer-causing. I mean, they're just completely destroying the creation of, of nature and what God gave us. The United Nations and the World Economic Forum, they're moving forward and they're promoting insects and weeds as food. I mean, I can't even believe that myself. I'm thinking, where are we that we have to believe this? And why are we not saying no? This across the whole Western world. Insect protein production, they call it. They actually have facilities popping up all over the place. Insect protein production. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up, right? We are just going to be slaves and we're going to do what we're told if we do not learn to stand up and say no. I think January 6th probably was nothing compared to what's coming when they start to do this level of control. I just don't see America put up with it, but I, who knows? I've been surprised before. But it's getting even darker than this. As we think it couldn't get any darker, it is. You see, if people are starving... They're much easier to subjugate, make them a slave. That's how I think the mark of the beast comes into play. See, depopulation and the control over humanity have been on the agenda of these elites for decades. And they keep saying we're conspiracy theorists. One world order. That's silly. That's not real. Of course it is. And they're closer than ever, I think, within years of achieving it. The war on farmers comes at a time where a lot of critics anyway are describing as a government-backed war on energy simultaneously. They, the reason we have an energy crisis is not Putin. That is a total, absolute lie. Now, it's not helping, but it's a lie. We're importing twice as much oil from Russia today than we did before the invasion. It's a total lie. What's really going on is they're canceling permits. They're not allowing refining capacity. They're not allowing America to produce refineries to make gasoline. You can have all the oil you want, but if you can't make gasoline or diesel fuel, then you can't get your energy. So they're trying to blame Putin when it's actually Sloppy Joe and his minions. They're the ones doing it. They're the ones putting the pressure on the energy industry not allowing them to drill, not allowing them to refine on purpose. So they're not only doing a war on energy, which is obviously directly impacting agriculture and every aspect of farming. Diesel fuel is the key component of farming. So think about what they're doing. They got a war on energy going on. They're limiting energy exploration they're shutting down power plants. They're charging special fees and taxes and other policies that have resulted in rising costs across the whole Western Hemisphere. Although not in places like China. China's allowed to do what they want because they're the leaders of the communist global order revolution. But what's going on in Germany? 
Germany's on the verge of complete and utter economic collapse because ding dong leader Schultz and actually all of the leaders right now. That's why the Western world is in deep, deep, deep trouble. I'm going to get into that. Um, Von Gira's, Egon, Egon Von Gira's, uh, a great piece on it. But we have no real leaders in the world right now. I think uh, President Trump was probably the last real leader uh, in the world. But the rest of these people, they're just they're downright straight up yahoos. And, uh, you know, here this guy Schultz comes into Germany. He inherits this issue, realizing that 55 percent of their energy comes from Russia. But then they go pick a fight with Russia, start a war with them, place sanctions on them. And now their country is in deep trouble all by design. So here we have a war on energy and a war on farmers at the same time. Hmm. Stalin 101. What are we the people going to do about it? Well, I tell you what, I'd be getting gold and silver for start and getting food to back up. I don't say they win, but we better wake up as a world and as a nation and just say no. So until next week. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888 888- 747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.